the broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. Coach's Corner was kind of like my bathroom break. I don't like to be bamboozled. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to the broadcast. It's your local hockey referral gang here to talk about hockey, sports, sports media, media about sports, and everything in between. I'm your host for this week, Georgia, and I'm joined by Vanessa Mallory and Sam, kind of. She will be here occasionally, mainly just to talk about Petra Demko. This is a good reminder that we all have other jobs and we make zero money from this podcast and Sam has to work. I have to file a 159-page argument tomorrow. That's disgusting. Super fun. Okay. So we're going to start with our highs, lows, and reviews. We did get a new review this week. It's a new review, but it's from an old friend, our friend Avery, who said, let the broadcast run the NHL and the BC government. Five stars. The show that continues to be better every single episode, but dot, dot, dot. Everton and GT Arsenal. Winky face. Is that, is he making fun of us now? mean arsenal is supreme okay so thank you for that review are there any other highs and lows from this week oh we got yelled at online for making fun of hockey players but i got yelled at online after posting a photo of my dinner which was like next level crazy oh yeah sam has some and then they blocked me people who are like very creepily obsessed it's the people who made the sports website that used the Pornhub logo (laughs) So you know that they're like really cool and interesting. Sorry, anytime someone's first like burn that they want to use is like, I make I make more money from my content creation than you. I immediately just start laughing. Like I don't know why that's a flex. All right, guys. What are what whatever shall we talk about in sports this week? We should well the Canucks have been off for a week. So, like, we were last recorded Wednesday, and that was our last game. And they were supposed to play again today, and that did not happen. Big oof. Big oof. Major oof in the chat. So, Canucks have a COVID. Can we call it an outbreak? There's three people that have it. Is that an outbreak? Do they have it or are they just in protocol? Mm, Well, Godette for sure has it. The other two are, they tested positive. So I guess theoretically they have to test positive again for that to be yeah. conclusive. But we have a potential COVID outbreak on the Canucks. For people who have not kept up with the news, basically the timeline is that yesterday during practice, Adam Gaudet was pulled off the ice. There was kind of speculation about what was happening, whether or not he was getting traded, blah, blah, blah. Turns out that he tested positive. For COVID, the test was from the day before. So the Canucks don't have rapid testing. So the test was from the night before. Tested positive, goes into protocol. Today, the Canucks practice this morning like normal. And then at 5.30ish tonight, they got results back from the tests from this morning that 
said that another player and a member of the coaching staff tested positive and therefore the league stepped in with the NHLPA and guest player safety and they postponed the game and yeah so the tests are from this morning they actually paid to have the tests expedited that's from that's what Patrick Johnson reported and yeah so no game today I'm assuming no game tomorrow and that's where we're at thoughts I mean it is ridiculous that they don't have rapid testing like and that they continue to proceed as if as if they have a better testing mechanism than they do. So does any team have rapid testing? A bunch of the teams in the States have rapid testing. Carolina for sure has rapid testing. And I think the Rangers do as well. The thing is, it is like that up to the owners to pay for it or like, I think so. The thing is, I think it's less, there's more likely to be skewed results with rapid testing. So technically it's better to be using, what's it called? The PCR. PCR, because the results are more likely to be accurate, but it means that you have a test from the night before and the results don't come in until a player's on the ice for practice. So. I think the big thing, people were really upset that they practiced this morning because Godet was on the ice. So he was technically close contact with probably multiple players. Why didn't they not practice today? Because if that other player who's now tested positive is in fact positive and was also on the ice, then you obviously have a problem. According to protocol, NHL protocol, they were in their right to practice it just doesn't look great and the question is why was that necessary I think for most people it's shocking that Godet was on the ice and then it's shocking that they practiced today and in hindsight it looks really bad I don't know this year's so fucked up they 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 shouldn't be playing anyway like if we want to be really honest but this is where we're at I don't like have any comments on like BC's like yeah so <laughs> COVID protocol. <laughs> we should say that like for people who don't live in BC, we just entered a new lockdown-ish kind of situation where restaurants are shut down now. They can't do in-person dining, and it's because we're having a rapid uptick in cases. We are for the first time ever, we reported over a thousand COVID cases, which for some people that's not crazy wherever you live, but for us, that's really significant. And our premier <laughs> had a press conference and got mad at young people. So it's all kind of happening at once. And now that the Canucks are shut down, it's kind of um, quite illustrative, illustrative, yes, of <laughs> what's kind of happening in the province right now, which is rising numbers again. So, yeah, I mean, people have been upset. I've seen about them like blaming it on young people and stateside in general. There had been a lot of blame placed on young people as if it like were not like more young people work jobs where they're forced to be in close contact. And there was like a general refusal to like 
do all that. So I think that placing the blame is very weird. And I think that obviously the blame should like be placed more on like institutions in general. And also that counts with like the NHL and like got it like getting COVID. It's like, yeah, he probably got it from the people that are crossing like the country to play hockey. So yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's just a weird time, especially because we're also having issues with our vaccine rollout here as evidenced by the fact that the only person on this podcast who is vaccinated is Mallory. <laughs> the rest of us are not anywhere close. Um, we'll probably get vaccinated. Around- I was close. <laughs> That's an age joke. We'll probably get vaccinated around June, I think. But for now, we're, we're not having a good time in terms of everything that's going on. Also, the weather's getting nicer. So people want to go outside and hang out and go to restaurants and blah, blah, blah. It's been a year. Everyone's going stir crazy. It makes kind of sense. So yeah, basically no connects. We're time to rest. Obviously we all hope for Adam Gaudet and for whatever player and coach has it that there's no long-term effects. I think that's what everyone gets really nervous about. So that we hope for that. I did want to say that I thought it was really funny that literally I think 90% of my timeline was like, what about Brock Besser? Because they were hanging out on the weekend because everyone was like all over their Instagram stories. And then people were like engaging in conspiracy theories about how Besser and Gaudet deleted their stories right away. And I was like, the stories had been up for more than 24 hours, which means they self-delete. Well, it's also like, Okay, they went to whatever the park, separate cars, were hanging out outside, were socially distancing. He just played multiple games where he's in contact with people. If you're that upset about that situation, you shouldn't be fucking watching hockey. <laughs> Correct. Like, just played against the Montreal Canadiens who had variants, COVID tests. Like, it makes me crazy. Anyway. Okay. Moving on to, um, our other piece of Canucks news, I guess a few hours before <laughs> all the COVID stuff broke, um, Elliot Friedman, I think, or maybe it was Frank Cerebelli who first broke it. Thatcher Demko signed to a deal five years, $5 million. There's no, no trade on it, I believe. So we got a goalie for five years. Sam, I'll let you talk first. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Demko deal? It's an alleged deal, right? Like the Canucks haven't announced. So Francesco said that he tweeted uh, that, see that. So Francesco tweeted that they were happy to have Demko, but the actual, like there hasn't been a PR announcement. Jim Benning hasn't announced anything. So, so weird. First of all, like that's really weird. <laughs> Like Welcome to Vancouver. announced the signing. It's very strange for your owner to go ahead and do that. I thought my initial reaction was I thought it was a good deal. Although you have to like bear in mind that I think my barometer for what is a bad deal for this team is like really bad. So, I mean, given his performance, although it's been a really small sample size, I think it's, I think it's a fine deal. I mean, it's better than what Jordan Bennington got. Although then subsequently somebody pointed out to me that Mackenzie Blackwood, who's had like very similar, if not better stats, is on like a three-year deal for 
2.8, I think. Yeah, I think it's 2.8. 2.8. Like that would be a sweet deal. And I totally get that. People are like, oh, you shouldn't. I am very much the don't overpay your goalies train of thought because I think like if you look at somebody like Marc-Andre Fleury or any of like the really great goaltenders, they're just never, there's no one who's ever really been consistently top three every season except for Henrik Lindquist. And so to the extent that you can actually get shorter term deals for your goalies, that would be my preference. But five, five is, it's fine. I think there's two things. I think first, it really tells you about the no plan plan that the Canucks have in gambling on so essentially what they did with this deal is instead of signing a bridge they signed longer term with the expectation that they would actually end up with more value because if they'd signed a bridge and he had overperformed they would have to pay way more in two or three years so that's what they're doing now but in doing that they're spending more money next season when we already know they have cap issues which is telling us that this is very much in line with Jim's idea that it's not next year that we're going to be competitive. It's in two years time. And that's where we're headed. And I think that's because that's when a bunch of the deals come off the books that they've already had, like the really shitty contracts and yeah, it's that assumption. So I think this does tell us a lot about how they track next year to go, which is really interesting because um, we know what they have upcoming but yeah, it's a good, I like this deal. I think, you know, I liked that they let Markstrom walk and I like this deal. And yes, they are betting on the fact that a goalie who's played 62 games is going to maintain what he's been doing this season, which is overperforming with a really shitty defense. But that's a gamble that I'm okay to take versus let's gamble and sign Jake for damage of $2.5 million. Like, I don't like that gamble. I like this one. Yeah, I mean, if he ends up being like Corey Schneider in two years, we're all going to be like, this is a terrible deal. But mm-hmm. it's a worthwhile gamble. Um, the only thing is, if they had actually built a decent blue line, they probably wouldn't have needed to take that gamble. Like, they probably could have settled for yeah. a shorter term and made him do like a show me deal. Like, I, you look at Colorado, I think Grubauer is at like $3 million and Frank Hughes is 2 so they've got both of their goaltenders with who are whose stats are not that far off Demko's at like the same price at less than what the Canucks have for their goaltenders, but also their blue line is significantly better. Yeah, and we actually don't know what's happening with the future of their goaltending because one assumes that Mikey Di Pietro will end up being the backup at some point which would be good because he'd be on an entry-level deal, but also we know that they're letting him <laughs> like blow about in the wind. Languish in nothing. Like, what are they doing with him? him. Yeah, it's completely wasting Developmental him. years. Yeah, exactly. So free Mikey. Free Mikey. But yeah, good deal. I like it. I was shocked. I also just need them to free Mikey because I want his like Utica bachelor updates again. Mm. Updates. also like his one nhl game i think about that game i think about with like pain the that was that game. Game. they i was were at that game, game. dry yeah i was what was, that it, what was it like to be in the crowd for that game it was bad it well was i painful. remember we didn't even know he was starting until like right before during, no it was I think, like, like emergency called up basically. yeah it was sad i felt so bad 
just awful that was brutal how do you emotionally that's like actually truly how I know that I could just like not be like a professional athlete is that I couldn't emotionally recover from that I would have just been like I'm done I'm done here how many goals did he let in seven that is so bad any other thoughts on Demko think they were also talking I mean, it's a deal that like an embarrassing which is something that is new for us yeah connects twitter like bonded over the fact that they liked the deal which was good for once there's also reports they're talking to tanner pearson so see how that goes once again we have no cap room and we have no defensemen so that's concerning we should probably think about that but I will also say Detroit healthy scratch Troy Stetchers, so bring Troy home, please. Do you want me to talk about my boy? Oh, yeah. Mallory has a McDavid update. (laughs) All right. My boy is in his goon era. So Connor McDavid had like a high hit. It was shoulder to shoulder, and then he it was no elbowed. longer shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> it was started out head. shoulder to shoulder, and then he said, actually, never mind. Here is my elbow to your face. Um, he, Domi got fined, like, $5,000. That's nothing to him. Um, I'm kind of disappointed he didn't get suspended due to the fact that my favorite McDavid gif is the one of him eating popcorn in the press box after he got suspended at one point. Yeah. He did it because he read that, like, Somebody tweeted this months ago and it was like, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid have never fought in the Battle of Alberta. And he read that and was like, goon era activated. Wasn't ideal. He's going to win the But the very funny thing is that people are defending it in the being like, well, he gets beat up all the time. So he can do what he wants. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, as we've said before, can we have a consistent rule book, please? Yes, exactly. What else is going on? Oh, the Avs scored five goals in the first period of the game today. Uh, good news for Sam, except... R.A.P. the Yotes. <laughs> yeah, R.A.P. the Yotes. Um, the other thing that happened tonight that we should discuss is the fact that, to quote Elliot Friedman in tweet form, it's over. Buffalo ended their 18-game <laughs> losing streak <laughs> finally uh and it had to happen they sometime. beat the flyers they beat the flyers uh i think the final was 6-1 a lot of people were nervous going into the third it was only 4-1 uh a lot of nerves over whether or not they blow another three goal lead like i they think did the came, game before. i think it was a casey middlestack quote that was about their last game they blew with the flyers and he said that um we've never been there before and we got nervous regarding going into the third three nothing lead yeah um rasmus dalin dalin said in quotes we had a panic attack <laughs> which like okay sure oh is that was it what it was i don't know like no honestly. i think i think there is there is another one but i, I get reading. them confused because they're just like you know the paris hilton picture of like yeah. I'm so sorry. It's not Paris Hilton. It's Nicole Richie actually in the picture. And it's the little blonde bitches. And that's Casey Middlestad versus Rasmus Dolene. Yes, very fair. Um, Buffalo fired their coach. So it was, it's just been a time. Buffalo has been having a time. We're happy they won. They seem 
sad, but also like feel bad for them. I'm not happy they won. I'm I am anyway happy they won. Why? Why not? I think that if you're gonna be bad, just commit to being like committed to being bad once, and it was 2014, and it they have not survived since then. <laughs> they, have, they have what seven wins? I think it would be incredible if they finished under double digit wins. I think they should just lose. I, I actually every have a game. question. Do you I do think not want them to win ten games? Do you think that last year's Red Wings or this year's Buffalo Sabres are worse? This year's Buffalo Sabres. 1,000%. How do you have seven wins when you have Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, and Jeff Skinner, and Sam Reinhardt on your team? It's not like... Yeah, it's rough. It's a roster of nobodies. It's just that they're... Yeah, I saw like a video or whatever. It was just like, a, obviously like it wasn't sound. And it was like Jeff Skinner, like talking, like arguing with somebody on the Flyers bench. And I was like, what do you even do? Like, you can't talk shit at this point if you're Jeff Skinner. The actually, the only level of like talking shit is being like, I'm making more money than you and I don't do anything, which is kind of a humiliating like thing to have to stick to. I don't know. I would just like wear earplugs. Like there's no way you can get on the ice and like emotionally deal with that. Yeah. Has everyone on the Buffalo Sabres taken that mentality? Who's trying over there? I don't know. And this is probably why I'm not. Because Eichel's hurt. Eichel's hurt too. And Eichel like is the, I will take this, like try to make this team not suck. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. He tried to launch his own coup basically and take over. He has a coup and he's, he's really trying. Anyway, they won, which is good. Um, baseball's back. <laughs> Starts tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Speaking of bad teams, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> KC. The Royals. Um, I don't know what their actual schedule is looking like, because I don't know if that means if they're going to lose 100 games in a row again. Not in a row. I meant just total in the season. <laughs> but like every year, I think it's been since maybe like 2017, they've lost 100 games every season. Pretty incredible. Um, they sent a rookie down. This is just like your Kansas City Royals update, if you were interested. Your Royals update, not. Uh, <laughs> but Bobby Witt Jr., they drafted him last like summer, like last draft. He's already one of the best players. <laughs> but they sent him down to the minors, obviously, for like confidence reasons. But that's that's the state of that team. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Blue Jays um, signed Bruce Springer in the offseason, and he's starting this season on the injured reserve list. So that's fun. It's been your baseball update, broadcast baseball update. Anything happening in F1 before we move on to so far? Yes, the race was so good. It was so good. And also, like, track limits, uh, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton said no borders. They're really advocating for international communism. Um, no, they're not. I literally looked up their salaries recently and Lewis Hamilton, I think is making $57 million in salary this year. He's but also going to be knighted. He already he got did. knighted. Oh, he did? So he's Sir Lewis Hamilton? He's Sir Lewis Hamilton. But I really recommend you watch the race. There's not another race till like mid-April. But if you want to watch the Bahrain race, it was very good. The cars go fast. <laughs> and it was entertaining enough that I didn't have to like start fighting people, British people on Twitter at like 9 a.m. Any other sports things before we shift into soap? Bianca Andreescu is doing good in Miami. Oh, is she? 
I thought she was injured. From injury. She's coming back. She's off to the semifinals, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's good news. What happened with Basic Pospisil? Oh, um, there's, I think, men's tennis. They're, like, not forming a union, but they're trying to form, like, a players association kind of thing. Mm. And they were, I think they were also in Miami. And the ATP, like, kind of forced them to play, but they didn't want to play. But they had to play. And then Basic, during a game, kind of had a meltdown. And he started yelling at the ref because... He said in, I think it was like the night before they had a meeting with the ATP and there was just a lot of mm, anger tension. there and okay. there was a big kerfuffle on the court that he later apologized for. I think tennis players have my favorite meltdowns out of yeah. any sports player. It's tough because tennis, like they're, all the players are self-funded. So yeah. if they're not the best, like they're not making money basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you enjoy tennis player meltdowns. You've never heard Max Verstappen have a mental breakdown on his like World War II radio he has in his car. No, but I'm saying like, who else has good meltdowns? Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> I just love when they break the racket. Actually, I do. Oh, yeah. oh one of my favorite meltdowns ever was um, Keith Ballard getting mad and going to smash his stick on, on the net and Thomas then smash Thomas Vokun. <laughs> It was so, I shouldn't laugh because it's like, I think he got concussed. Vokun got like- I really like, um, oh man. I think it's Dmitry Medvedev. Is that his last name? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I literally like him because there was just like some US Open where he was just like kind of being like a rude bitch. And I was like, I like that. I like that energy. Oh yeah, it's fun. I like it when they have meltdowns sometimes. Brings, Brings amusement. Okay, let's talk about soap operas. Mal? Okay. So obviously we, as I said, even earlier that I don't think I am like mentally strong enough to be a professional athlete. Um, many, like, especially goalies see sports, uh, psychologists. Cause obviously like it's emotionally taxing or whatever. Sim Carcitti known like fucking idiot Philadelphia beat writer. Um, it's not like he's really been hitting us with like the pinnacle of journalism before this. But he like wrote some ridiculous article that was talking about how Carter Hart had uh, separated from his current sports psychologist that he had to like previously been seeing and how like that was the reason he wasn't performing well. And like he contacted this sports psychologist like as if like patient confidentiality doesn't exist. I don't know. It was just very, I don't even know what the word is just like I don't there's a different word unethical yes I was just gonna be like fucking fucked up (laughs) but yeah it's so unethical and I I can't believe that he wrote that article and then also he hasn't like he's doubled down on it pretty much and like people have been like what are you doing and yeah he's done nothing about that he's the guy who in the bubble asked them basically was like stop talking about social justice, right? Like start talking about the game. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Seems like a fun guy. Um, Yeah, I was thinking like, what would it be like if someone just like called up my therapist? Like, uh, hey, can we hear- It was like, hey, what's up? Georgia seems like she hasn't been doing well recently. Can you please tell me what confidential things you've talked about in your sessions? right now he didn't even call and he texted him which is very funny he texted him and or it's like 
I have broken up with multiple therapists. It would be like he had texted like an old therapist of mine and be like, so I heard like you and Mallory like aren't seeing each other anymore. Like she's not seeing you. Do you know what happened? Like all of this, would you blame all that? Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's very, very strange. But like what editor saw that and was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll put that in the story. It's a, that's a great idea. That should be flagged like immediately, shouldn't it then? I don't know. Whatever. Philadelphia has some weird shit going on. <sighs> and also losing to the Buffalo Sabres. And also, yeah, losing to Buffalo. Embarrassing. Also, Lambignon, not great. They also seem to be like icing a really shitty lineup. Who did they, who did they bench today? Norm they like Patrick. basically called up their whole taxi squad. Yeah. And played that. It's like, I saw someone tweet, like retweeted the Flyers tweet about that the, they were like activating everyone from their taxi squad and they were like, oh, so we're trying to lose, lose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think they, uh, I think they sat Patrick and uh, Oscar Lindblom for like, Bunneman or whatever yeah. like the most random person yeah but yeah so don't do unethical shit like that it's fucking weird moving on to funnier things dylan strom had a baby which is shocking because he is still a baby the kid's name is wesley they post- spelled like a white person would name and like i'm definitely allowed to say that because i have t- cousins i have a cousin my cousin's kid her name is azalea cute name i don't know how this child's name is spelled like it is not like the flower this same cousin has a child whose name is boaz like franz boaz like she's like it's a biblical person and i'm like is it another cousin has a child this like really this has me the child's name is Natalie? Natalie with an M. Natalie? Natalie. Don't like that. So, and that's like just, those are just some three examples of many of just, my like, Wesley, what are they, my first cousins once removed situation? Yeah. yeah. Wesley so, is just the princess bride. That's all I think of. Except for it's honest. not spelled cool. That's what I think about. Too. I mean, I it's just think not it's, spelled normal. Yeah, it's, it's literally like West. And then L-I-E, I think. Anyway, we're not insulting this child. We are insulting their We are insulting spelled. the announcement of the name being spelled this way. And we are mostly insulting Dylan Strom's girl dad hat. <laughs> yes. So girl dad started post Kobe Bryant. Stuff. No, it didn't. I don't think it did. Yeah. Because like the thing is that a lot of like mommy blogger groups had stuff about like... Ugh hashtag being a boy mom and like being like oh I have to do all these things I'm a boy mom I have to run around with all these things and so obviously the mm. opposite of that is being a girl dad no, no it, it was got, not it no it, it rose in popularity after yeah. he died because he had a okay. thing where he said like I think- Duncan told that story on ESPN about how Kobe yes. said he was proud to be a girl dad and then all of a sudden it was literally everywhere, everywhere. hashtag girl dad everyone was doing it the hat is so ugly and so bad. It's embarrassing. There are so many things about like the phrase girl dad that I like can't even articulate why I'm annoyed about them. 
I can very easily. <laughs> I can, do. and it's very simple. It's because it's coming from the same type of like men trying to say that they're not misogynists, that they're not sexist because they have a fucking mother and a wife and a daughter. It's, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it's like claiming a specific type of, I don't know, wokeness from a relationship that you have with a woman where that should never be how that comes to be. Like, you don't have to know women to be like, oh, we shouldn't rape them and like kill them and they should have equal rights. <laughs> like, it's the same thing. It's coming Yeah, I mean, like, that. I was all for the subjugation of women and like sexual assault. I was like, whatever, my boys can do whatever they want until I had a, like a wife. And then I realized I was like, Hmm, maybe women are people. It's like the same maybe thing. Maybe they where, have their own like, yeah. Agency. It's like where, um, <laughs> I said that maybe they have their own agency. No, they don't even think about that. They don't even like, no. the idea is that women exist in relation to men. Side characters. Yeah. To men. This is not complicated stuff. Like I don't, it makes me crazy. And the girl dad, the other thing with the girl dad thing, 90 fucking percent of the people who harass us online are hashtag girl dad, hashtag Christian, hashtag love my wife. So it doesn't make you a good person. I hate it. Also hashtag Bell, let's talk. I just want to tell you that. So I, at one point after seeing the photo and then complaining about it in our group chat, I then tweeted that the girl dad hat was the worst thing I had seen that day. And a wag who shall go unnamed <laughs> DM'd me separately just to say that she and her partner were weeping and laughing at it. So I feel validated. Like there are people out there who agree that this hat is hideous. Yeah. yeah it's also just like the it's not even like graphically and like aesthetically good it's so ugly <laughs> if my dad like, an like called himself a girl dad like I would I would have been so pissed like I don't have any brothers like I would have been absurdly that's so bizarre but it also because there's also something about it that means that you parent your child differently because they're a girl yeah, exactly. Yes. It's which like why would like why is that important to know? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So many questions. So many questions. Yeah. I could never imagine my dad being like, mm, hashtag girl dad. Okay, this is like a sidebar situation, but I'm still friends with this guy that we went to like the same elementary school and like we were on the same soccer team growing up. And like my dad was my soccer coach. And he said that actually he was like, actually, like your dad was uh, one of the first people he's like, I remember being at soccer practice. And I said something about like one of our teammates, like doing something because she was a girl and he pulled me over and like bitched me out at like seven years old Love about it. it, which is so funny. And he was like, and that was my first exposure to like, I don't even know. It's so funny. Does anyone have brothers? Am I the only one who has a brother? Everyone else has hashtag girl dads. Okay, we're gonna start something new instead of name five players because we were running out of options. Also, <laughs> there's gonna be probably three of us every week. 
for the next foreseeable future. So we are starting something that's called Three Stars of the Week. We'll each pick anything. Can be anything, can be anyone from the world of sports to give a star to for what they've done in the last week. Mallory has a star. Let's go. It is the Lana Del Rey Stan account on Twitter that for some reason has a screenshot of Ferrari driver, Formula One Grand Prix winner, Charles Leclerc, listening to her newest album and posted it and was like, Charles Leclerc is listening to Tulsa Jesus Freak by Lana Del Rey. And it's just so funny to me. And like the concept of somebody even like finding that because you have to follow somebody on like Spotify to see what they're listening to. It's just so funny to me. And then also like some like Lana Del Rey stands were like, wow, this dude's hot. And then also like some people were just, I don't know. It's just so funny. It like made my day. That's all. Okay. Who wants to go next? Vanessa? More serious, but I'm going to go with Bianca Andreescu, who, as I said before, has returned from injury after 15 months. Um, and she's off to the semifinals of the Miami Open. We love a Canadian doing well. Um, I'm going to give my start to Tyler Mott. He wore a PHWA hoodie during his press availability and also answered a question about it, which is really good. I think he wore something last year in the bubble or something. I have this memory of him doing that. Someone tweeted us and was like, did you guys do this? Like, no. <laughs> We don't have that much influence on Tyler Mott, you guys. I think you we said do not know him. <laughs> Did I say professional P-W-H-P-A. hockey writers? Fuck. P-W-H-P-A. P-W-H-P-A. I always get them mixed up. They're confusingly similar. Obviously, there's a lot of work to be done in terms of NHL players being involved in any form of social justice, but at least it's, you know, a first step. And that's good. So my star, Tyler Mott. That's been our three stars of the week. Four stars. Your third star, dude. We huh? need to rank these. Oh, we need to rank them? No, I was just saying that I said it was first star, so we can't have two first stars. They're all equal. It's fine. No, they're not. Okay, fine. Okay, and then anyway. can decide. They can decide. Okay, that is all. We are releasing um, an Ask the Broads. It's going to be somewhere. It's not going to be long. We'll probably talk about The Bachelor for a little bit on it to listen also answer your question next week we have a very exciting episode we're doing a vancast crossover where we will not be appearing on the vancast but france and jpat will be coming on to talk to us about the trade deadline um and to just experience our general chaos so this is our uh, conspiracy to get sam on the sportsnet um intermission oh yeah we're, we're this is how we her. win i don't she doesn't want to be there, but it's that gonna happen. Yeah. It's I don't want to be there because I don't want to be yelled at by more people. It's gonna because happen. I don't have the self control to not engage with people yelling at me, and there's just too many. We are going to make you the Mina Kimes of Vancouver. Thank you for joining us. You can contact us on Twitter at broadcastpod. Email us at broadcastpod at gmail.com. You can buy our merch on Spreadshirt. You can find us on Tumblr, which I don't know if we've updated in a long time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, 
let us know. Also, this is really important that Spreadshirt proceeds are now going to go towards uh, Mallory Plaintick to Vancouver. So, um, if you want Georgia dead, buy <laughs> This podcast is built on a foundation of Vanessa cyberbullying Sam and Mallory cyberbullying me. <laughs> We are innocent victims here. <laughs> You're not innocent. This is so bad. Anyway, like, subscribe, leave us a review. We'll talk next week. <laughs>